let's discuss dealing with difficult clients. I wanted to approach this topic a little differently, and I promise I'm going to give you tactical steps, but first I wanted to talk about our mindset when it comes to clients who can quite frankly be a nightmare. What would happen if we looked at our clients, even the ones that drive us crazy, through God's lens of love? How would Jesus approach this client who is complaining about something that's really not our fault? Though I will counter argue that if they have a complaint, it probably is our fault. I'm going to explain that reasoning in in the tactical portion of this episode, so don't worry. Hey, photographer mamas, welcome to the Capture the Chaos podcast. My name is Brittany Renee. I'm a family and newborn photographer and your future photography BFF and cheerleader. I've learned and implemented strategies that have doubled my photography clients and have given me time freedom to do the things I love. I am ready to share it all with you. Do you wish you could book more newborn and family clients? Do you wish you knew how to find more time to do all the things for your business and still live your best life? Are you looking for that secret sauce to level up your sessions? Right now, your business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow, mama. What do I mean when I say look at them through a lens of love? We've been doing faith formation with our kids and it's done at home, but the church gives us a packet that we take home and discuss with the kids. One of the exercises they had us do was to read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. I'm betting you've heard this one before, but in case you haven't, I'm going to read it real quick. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, here's where it got interesting. They suggested we change the word love with our own name. So I'll read it again, but with my name, and you can just imagine I'm saying your name. Brittany is patient. Brittany is kind. Brittany does not envy. Brittany does not boast. Brittany is not proud. Brittany does not dishonor others. Brittany is not self-seeking. Brittany is not easily angered. Brittany keeps no record of wrongs. Brittany does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Brittany always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And I'm not going to say Brittany never fails because that just didn't feel right. I don't know, reading it with my name in there felt like a little bit more personal. Like love is something that just seemed kind of, okay, untainable. But when you put my name in there, Brittany is not easily angered. Brittany keeps no record of wrongs. Looking at it like that kind of changed my perspective on it. How I can live as love. <laughs> it's So it's easy to show kindness to people who are t- treating us well and fair. It's not so easy to be kind to people who are tearing us apart for something that they're upset about, right? And it's really easy to kind of get into that that cycle or that like hurricane of someone who's fighting with us and we're right like they're attacking us they're calling us out on our on our supposed wrongs and we want to defend ourselves but when people are like that um there's really no 
way to reason with them by fighting back. You can't reason with them by saying, "Uh uh-uh, I didn't do that, I did this, you're wrong. You're not going to get anywhere. So think of it like this. They're human, just like us. They have bad days. They sometimes poorly communicate. They get stressed. They get overwhelmed. They have money troubles. They have relationship issues. They have 5 million things to do a day. Have you ever snapped unnecessarily? Have you ever been harsher than you should have? I know I have. Jesus called us to love each other. Jesus was undiscriminating in, in the way he loved. He warned us that it's easy to love those who are like us, but Jesus loved even his enemies and expects us to do the same. He healed, he fed, and he ministered to many who would later cry to have him crucified. He washed the feet of Judas, knowing that within hours, Judas is going to betray him. Jesus showed people compassion even when they were seen as undeserving by others. He wasn't afraid to call them out on their crap, though, and he would call them hypocrites. So I'm not saying we need to let clients walk all over us, but before responding in anger and in haste to a complaint, take a deep breath and think WWJD. Does anyone remember those bracelets? What would Jesus do? That's what I meant. Anyways, throwback. Here's what to do when a client is upset. This is the tactical portion for you, okay? First, remember that they have hard days. They probably aren't going to, they probably aren't trying to weasel a free session out of you. Yeah, it's totally possible. I know those people are out there, but I truly don't believe that every person with a complaint is trying to get that outcome. Second, I want you need to listen to them and hear their complaint. Try to understand why they are feeling this way. Then acknowledge it. There's something that I like to do with my kids when they're really upset, and it's, I say what I see. I see you're really upset that I won't let you watch TV right now. I see that you're mad that I'm making you clean up your toys. So we're all a little bit like kids on the inside, aren't we? (laughs) We want to have someone acknowledge that we're upset. So things are going to go a lot better if you come at it and acknowledge that they're upset like you heard what they said right so an example is a parent is upset that their child didn't their child photos didn't turn out like they had hoped and the reason was because their child was upset or shy or just wouldn't cooperate I know we've all had that before right you would respond, I am so sorry you're not happy with the photos we got of your three-year-old. I know how frustrating it is when kids don't want to cooperate for photos that you've been planning for weeks. You just heard and validated their concerns and you acknowledged it, why it happened, but you didn't cast blame on them and you didn't take the blame on yourself, right? They didn't cooperate and it's frustrating because you've been planning these photos for weeks. So from here, you can either offer a solution or ask them what solution they would like to see. So I kind of prefer to ask them what solution they'd like to see. And if they come back with something you find reasonable, take it. If you feel like it's something that is they're taking advantage of you, you can offer an alternate solution. For example, they say they want a new session for free. Like that's not reasonable. It was not my fault your child wasn't cooperating, though I don't say that. It was not my fault that child was not cooperating. I'm not going to do something for free like that. No, not fair. Pass my boundaries. So you could respond by saying, I totally understand where you're coming from, but a new session would take time away from my family. And as a rule, I don't do sessions for free, but I would love to meet you in the middle by offering you a new session at 50% or whatever it is that you're comfortable with. 
So we can have good customer service without completely letting someone step on our boundaries and take advantage of, a, of us. And you can also do it without being mean. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it is frustrating. They, they dropped several hundred dollars on these photos and their kid was being a butthead. <laughs> like, it, you know, it's just not, it's, it's frustrating for them. And it is, it really is frustrating. It's frustrating for me and I'm not even paying for photos uh, whenever I'm taking pictures of my kids and they're not cooperating. So I can only imagine how they felt paying money. Now, more importantly, how do we prevent these complaints from ever happening in the first place? Because really, nearly ever every complaint we get is our fault. And I'm not saying that in the customer is always right kind of way, even when they're wrong. No, it's our job to attract the right clients for us, to prepare them and to manage their expectations. So to do this, we need to know who our ideal client is. Who is going to appreciate what we do and how we do it? We are all different in the way that we approach our businesses and every client is going to mesh best with a specific way of doing things. And that starts with our marketing to our ideal client, our words and how we attract them. Are we, if you keep attracting the wrong client, then you probably need to fix something in your, in your marketing or your wording. You can prevent complaints by being clear and upfront about the process. What should they expect? What should they not expect? Overprepare them with information. Send them a questionnaire and get to know their personalities. Ask them what their vision for the session is. It's a lot easier to end the relationship with a client when something isn't meshing up at this point than it is after the session. So going back to our example before, since their three-year-old didn't cooperate, then I might not have prepared the parents enough. Like I do this all the time. They don't really know what to expect in a session, right? So I probably should have said, have a later nap time, bring some snacks, bring something that makes them feel comfortable, get there early if they need time to warm up, um, tell me some more about them so I can talk to them, things like that. And and usually, if you are tailoring their expectations and letting them know, hey, kids are crazy, they're going to be running around, that's totally fine. You don't have to force them to sit still. Don't yell at them. Don't get mad at them. We're going to have fun and just kind of cover topics like that. It's probably going to go a lot smoother than if I were like, oh, okay, cool. You booked your session. Let's show up. All right. Oh, they didn't cooperate. I don't know. Sorry. Not my fault. Totally your fault. You need to prepare these people for this. Another thing that we can do uh, to prevent client complaints is to set your boundaries and don't cross those boundaries because you feel bad. When you cross one boundary, they're going to cross another boundary and then they're going to need to cross another boundary and so on and so forth. It's kind of like if you give a mouse a cookie, is that it? Give them a, yeah, if you give a mouse a cookie. So it's the same way. They, if you give them a little bit, they're going to take some more. You know what I mean? So you have to have a clear boundary of when you're going to stop allowing this to happen. Lastly, and this is kind of a, a, a counterintuitive one, raise your prices. And I know it sounds crazy, but the higher in price you go, the less complaints you're going to see. And I think this is because when someone is investing more money, they think a little bit more carefully about spending that money. And then they think about who they're booking it with a little bit more carefully. Maybe. I can't really say for sure this is why it happens though. So let's recap. Give your clients compassion, even if they don't deserve it. Acknowledge why they're upset. Don't, ca don't cast blame. Offer a solution, but stick to your boundaries. All right, guys, that's all I got on dealing with nightmare clients. So good luck out there. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or any questions you might have. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And if you haven't already, be sure to join the free Facebook group. That's bit.ly slash capture the chaos FB. And lastly, it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help boost ratings so I can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you. Again, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.